Tune in to the True North Podcast, where Talia Kyra Mirvash explores emotional awareness, authentic self-improvement, and personal growth practices that have helped hundreds change their lives, including her own. Talia is a certified life coach and speaker who helps souls navigate towards their own true north. Join Talia and her guests each Monday to see how you can navigate, locate, and recalibrate your inner compass to gain a purposeful, authentic, and fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today's episode is all about three must-dos after work. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you are going to get three, at least. Let's be real. I'm going to give you way more than three (laughs) because it's just who I am. Three ways to detach from your workday, to refocus after maybe a hectic workday, maybe a good workday. Regardless, I want you to be able to unwind, to recenter, and to really remember that you have a life outside of the job that you do during the day. Yes, I know we spend more time at work than at home. Maybe you work from home, right? So regardless, you're still working. But even though we spend more time there, it doesn't really feel like we have any other things going on in our life. Sometimes we get super swept up in our day-to-day, in our work, that we forget that we have an identity that isn't just our career title or our career path for that matter. And I wanted to create this episode so that you remember that you have a life to live outside of the work, the work life, the work day, the work walls that you put up around yourself. I know for me that I have had trouble detaching from my work life and tuning in instead to my day life, to my night life, to my real life outside of work or my job. So this episode is going to be super helpful in detachment, in giving you tips or options or ideas that have worked for me to release the day, to refocus and recenter and not let my work affect my entire life. This episode is really a balance practice for you. So I'm excited to jump right in. Before we jump right in, I want to just share with you that these are in no particular order, okay? These are just tips that have worked for me and ideas that have been very helpful in detaching from my own job, my own life, working life, and then switching myself into my personal life. And so this is for you if you ever have issues trying to focus on what's in front of you in your home. Maybe it's a loved one or something fun that you used to do that you really want to pick back up or you're feeling a little lifeless or unfulfilled because all you're doing is focusing on your job during the day and you have no energy left to focus on you, to give yourself what you want or what you need. 
This episode's also for you. If you do have energy in your tank after work and you're anxious about work the next day or you're tense about it or you're stressed or you're constantly thinking and overanalyzing the day you just had and then it ruins you from being present. It stops you from being present and ruins what you have right in front of you, if that makes sense. I know for me, when I come home from work, I get very into what happened at work, right? And then that's kind of what I focus on for a couple hours. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, now I'm tired. Now I go to bed. Plop on the couch, turn on the show, eat the food, do it all over again. Instead of doing that life, I have implemented these three must-dos. And not all at once, all on different occasions, they have helped me. So I want to get started. But before we do, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you by the end of this episode for you to have at least one takeaway to go try in your life. Even if it's just for 30 minutes or even five minutes for that matter, I want you to leave with one thing here and then see how you detach from your work life and focus on your personal life instead. Let's get started. The very first must do that I was like, absolutely, positively, this is going in this episode is when you are done with work, when the day is over, when you've clocked out, when you are leaving the building, when you slam your laptop shut at the end of the day, right? Some of us work from home or you go physically into an office, whatever it is for you. I would like you to try this method that completely changed the game for me, which is changing my clothes immediately. Literally changing my clothes, turning off my masculinity, my business mind, my hyper go, go, go mode, and taking my armor off. It's almost spiritual in a sense. It's almost symbolic To where when I change my clothes immediately after leaving work, after leaving an event, after hanging up a phone call, after shutting my laptop, after putting my phone on do not disturb, I take my armor off and I turn on my feminine energy. I maybe put a dress on sometimes. I put on some shorts and a cute tank. I get either comfy or casual. Sometimes I even dress up because sometimes... During the day, I'm either dressed up to the nines and I want to stay that way. And then so I add like heels to it or I add some makeup and I go out to eat or I go do something to where I feel like extra cute. Or I go the comfy, casual, cute look where I put on sweats, wash my face, put up my hair, put on some cozy socks, fuzzy socks. And then I feel cute and cozy and my feminine aura can now play. This can also work if you are going to take a shower 
after work. This really helps. You can physically and emotionally and mentally rinse off the day. You can say a prayer of release or surrender. No matter where you're at on the spectrum of like super stressed out after work or like completely mellow, chilling, life's easy after work, wherever you are on that, this little tip right here, the changing your clothes immediately, taking your armor off, put on other clothes that allow you to feel different than how you were during the day is a complete game changer. And it will work. It will help because it's symbolic. You are, in order to detach from what you were doing during the day, it requires a physical action to be taken. It requires a boundary to be set. So if you can release in some way, whether that's like releasing the bra, releasing the clothes, taking off the belt, you know, unhinging your pants, like making yourself feel more comfortable, feel more feminine or masculine, whatever that is for you. I feel pretty masculine during the day because I'm type A, I'm on it, I'm a planner, I'm a doer. And then when I come home, I want to completely melt all of that off, not just for me, but for my loved ones, for my husband, for my family, for my friends. I want to be in a calming energy that allows me to not be so hyper-focused on what I was doing during the day. And I want to switch off. I want to switch up. I want to leave work at work, whether that's at home in my home office or at a physical office building. I want to leave it. And I want to set this new boundary, if this is for you, to do this. I've been doing this for literally over six months now, and it has been such a game changer, especially saying a prayer. As soon as I leave the office room or the building or I'm in the car and I'm done with the day or I'm, I'm done with a phone call or even in your driveway as you're pulling out of work or, or coming home from work and you sit in your driveway for a minute. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I definitely do. I take a breather and I kind of just sit and release and just breathe. And I'm like, all right, done. Let's go inside. Let's change our clothes. Let's take our armor off. Maybe let's take a shower if we're feeling that at that moment. Whatever it works, whatever works for you. I am just letting you know that this was the very first one that I had to share with you because it's so symbolic and emotionally like just a complete switch from what you were doing during the day to then allow you to start that life outside of work, to get into your personal life, to get into a different frame of mind. You have to change your environment whether that's like physically moving the clothes off of you, going into a different room, going into a different place, going out after work, staying in, whatever that looks like. Switch it up. Switch your clothes up. Remove and release that armor that you were wearing or doing or mentally engaging in to then allow for you to do a hobby, to find an interest, to discover, to live, to do, to be, to find other things that you want to do. And just a little tidbit, little side note of this one, which is going to go into the next one. We, 
I feel like as a society, we hear this, like, I don't have time after work. Or like, I don't have any energy after work. It's a choice. It's a choice to choose differently. And you don't have to subscribe to that. I promise you, you do have time. I promise you, you can do other things other than what you've been doing. I promise you, you can detach and recenter and refocus after your work day to then spend at least 30 minutes to an hour to a, a couple of hours before you lay your head down at night and you can actually feel a sense of peace instead of stress or angst or pressure to then perform again the next day. Must do number two. And again, these are in no particular order. These are just tips, right? (laughs) So see what works for you here. If you have energy in your tank, even just like 10% at the end of the day, try this one. Brain dump it. Literally word vomit it or brain dump it. Even if it's just for five minutes or 30 minutes, don't make it longer than 30 minutes because that's just daunting, right? This is about letting it out. Sometimes our days are heavy. Sometimes we have bad days. Sometimes we have heavy days, very bitter days. Some days we have just like a complaining day that we just need to like let it out. This can happen in multiple ways. One way is to talk, is to vent, is to let it out, get it out of you. Talk therapy works for a reason. And if you talk to a loved one, you can talk to them about it. Let them know how your day was. Let them know what your issues were. See if they can help you. Talk to a friend about it. Seek out help if needed. But talking and venting helps so much. You can also vent by writing. You can journal it. You can put it as a phone note. You can type it, text it. You can talk it. You can talk to yourself even. You can put key notes or key points of what you learned that day, of what pissed you off that day, of what you felt, of what you're noticing, of incidences that occurred. You can literally release what's weighing you down mentally. You can write down how you will move forward from it. You can use this brain dump method to literally coach yourself through it because coaching is all about talking it out, letting it out of you. And I don't know about you, but when I talk things out, I actually like answer my own questions. I actually come to a solid understanding of how I actually feel and what I can actually do about it because I start to talk about it. Or a friend will ask me more and pull more out of me. Or my husband will challenge me and I'll be like, oh, do I not have to look at it that way? Oh, is this just like needing a perspective shift? Oh, shoot. And then it kind of like takes the pressure off and the heaviness away when you put it out there for yourself to see. Sometimes we don't want to see it. I get that. But this can be very helpful if it resonates with you. A key point to remember about this venting, if you are venting to a loved one, please don't unload on them. 
please just give them your main points of your day. Please just let yourself be heard by them. Don't take advantage of them. This can go south very quickly if your loved one feels like you are unloading onto them. And this may, this method, this particular must do may not work or feel good for you in your life in this moment because it might not work. It might not feel good. So just check in with yourself about that one. I just had to point that out because sometimes our loved ones are not wanting to hold space for us or cannot. They don't have the capacity or the bandwidth, right? And that's okay. That's totally okay. Don't expect, don't unload, and just try to see how it feels for you. I know for me, this this venting part is my favorite thing to do when the moment's right, of course, but with my husband on the patio or on a walk with our dog after work, after a work day, after we've eaten dinner and we're just like, oh, let's, let's go for a walk and you tell me about yours, I'll tell you about mine and we'll just kind of walk through it literally. And then by the end, I'm like, okay, we don't talk about it anymore. It's out there. It's open. We move on. And it literally works like a charm, right? I love this brain dump aspect, though, because when we write it out or talk it out, it lets us to release our workday and it allows for our workday not to consume our work night. It allows us to actually focus on other things, other hobbies, other interests. It allows us to do something else right after. Imagine just taking 30 quick minutes, not even, whatever works for you, venting it out, talking it out, coming to a conclusion if needed, and then literally doing something else with your time. You've got like two hours left, three hours left of the day, maybe even four hours left depending on your responsibilities, depending on if you're a parent, depending on how long you worked, depending on what you need to prep for the next day. We all have a life. We all have a responsibility. Yes. But you do have time to add in new things, interesting things, different things, a physical activity, something to explore, an event to go to, an activity to show up to, something to add in to your life, a hobby, playing a sport, Cooking and cleaning, yes, it's a part of our life, but you can prep for the next day with new music, with new people. Phone a friend instead. Bake something new instead. Prep your lunch or dinner in a different way. Get excited about it instead. We don't have to do everything the same way all the time, but I do know that doing something else other than complaining about our day, once we've complained, we can let it go. But once we can do that, we get to add in life to our life. And it's a game changer for detaching from your workday. The third and final must-do, which is really a lot of must-dos put together, just ideas for you to try and play with, is to really listen to your soul instead of dwell on your day. Boom. (laughs) And this might actually be very challenging at first. Like if you've had a very stressful day and you cannot detach from what happened to it or during it, 
this can be very challenging at first to listen to your soul instead. Maybe your soul is trying to tell you something like, hey, I need like really good food tonight. Please nourish me. Please nourish my body today, tonight, instead of going out, instead of eating out, instead of cooking at home. Maybe you need to eat out, right? Whatever works for you. But listen to what your soul and your body and your mind are needing. Maybe move your body if you sit all day. Maybe your soul's craving some fresh air. Maybe your soul's just wanting to be quiet. Maybe your soul is craving quiet. Maybe you listen to people talk all day. Maybe you're on the phone all day. Maybe you're in meetings all day. Maybe you're creating all day. Maybe you're outside all day or inside all day. Do the opposite. Listen to what your soul is needing. And the other two ways that you can do that are the other two must-dos I already mentioned. You can talk or vent out what you're needing. You can write it out. You can discover it by talking it out. You can also, when you change your clothes and take your armor off, your soul will be like, huh, I can breathe. Let's do something different. Let's think differently now. So see what your soul has to say. Once you do those two must-dos, see what your soul's saying. Listen to your soul instead of dwelling or complaining about your day or overanalyzing your day. Think about what you can do with the rest of your day. Try not to just plop on the couch, turn on Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, or YouTube TV. I'm sure I'm missing multiple But just so you know, these are literally invented to distract us even more. Even more than our phones on social media, we have all of us coming home from our day, trying to discuss dinner options, literally complaining about those options, deciding for an hour what we actually want to eat or if we should cook at home, which is always the better answer in my opinion. I've never regretted cooking at home. And then plopping on the couch. Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Because when you start to implement these these must-dos or try different things, at least try one of them, you'll start to see. You'll start to listen to your soul. And maybe your soul's craving to play piano, to play tennis, to take a lesson, to to join a league of some sort, to go to play trivia with your friends, to go do something else other than what you've normally been doing maybe you need to read on the patio or your porch or at a park maybe you need to go sit and stretch somewhere maybe your soul's like I want to go to a dog park even though I don't have a dog and I want to go sit I would not judge you friend I would not but how can you even know what your soul's trying to say when your mind is so busy trying to mentally cage you with what you did all day long Try to switch it up. Try to change it up. Try to see what your soul wants you to do in the other half of your day. See what you can do. See what you can create. And if you don't want to think, if you don't have energy or bandwidth to think about anything, get bored. Get quiet. See what happens when you get bored. Don't turn on the TV. Don't go doom scrolling. 
actually try to see what boredom feels like for once. We never get bored anymore. And I've shared this multiple times in multiple episodes, but I'm going to leave you with this. Try something new and try getting bored because boredom is new. We're all so distracted all the time. We're all so filled with noise and and just chaos. There's always so much to consume that if you stop and look around, you can actually feel a difference. I wrote on my board once, on my whiteboard, many of you know about it. I started getting bored and I wrote down a bunch of things that I wanted to do just for fun. I got bored and then I made a list of things to get out of boredom, actual activities to do after my workday, even on a lunch break. I wrote down so many different ideas and they're mine, so I'm going to keep them. But I want you to do that too. If you've listened to this whole episode thus far and nothing spoke to you, let it be this. Let yourself get bored after work. See what you want to do. See what you gravitate towards. Try to be different than you were yesterday after work. Try to do something different. Try to do a physical action. Set a mental and physical boundary. Turn on Do Not Disturb on your phone after work and see where your mind takes you. See where your soul wants you to go. Listen to it. Go outside. Go talk Talk to people. Go meet people. Go walk. Go feel. There's outdoor malls now. There's all these things. There's bookstores. There's sports. There's free sports you can do. You can learn literally anything these days. Go have some water. Go make some tea. Go have a decaf coffee at a Starbucks and just people watch. Anything but doing what you were doing before. Try it. See what sparks your interest. See what intrigues you. See what entices you. Because, friend, that means you're alive. That means you have a life outside of work That means you're allowing yourself to be free to find other things to discover. You have time to detach from your work life. Now lean in to your personal life and see where it takes you. Well, friends, I hope that you can take at least one of these must-dos after work into your personal life. I hope that you can give yourself some love, give yourself some release, give yourself some surrender to the life that you have outside of your day-to-day job, your work, your career. I just hope that you're able to practice this beautiful balance of work and personal life. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. You can email me anytime at info at taliakairamervash.com. I hope you tune in next week for the True North Podcast. We'll see you then. Take care.